entrepreneurs have belief systems. Like once I hit a certain number of growth, like when I hit a million or 3 million, everything's going to be perfect. Well, today I talked to one of our clients that was at that magical $3 million number and actually considering shutting it all down until he found us, turned things around, and now he is absolutely changing the world. I'm so excited to introduce you to Nick Robbins from BTOP Local. I'm Alex Sharfin, and this is the Momentum Podcast, made for empire builders, game changers, trailblazers, shot takers, record breakers, world makers, and creators of all kinds. Those among us who can't turn it off and don't know why anyone would want to. We challenge complacency, destroy apathy, and we are obsessed with creating momentum so we can roll over bureaucracy and make our greatest contribution. Sure, we pay attention to their rules, but only so that we can bend them break them, then rewrite them around our own will. We don't accept our destiny, we define it. We don't understand defeat because you only lose if you stop and we don't know how. While the rest of the world strives for average and clings desperately to the status quo, we are the minority, the few, who are willing to hallucinate there could be a better future. And instead of just daydreaming of what could be, we endure the vulnerability and exposure it takes to make it real. We are the evolutionary hunters, clearly the most important people in the world, because entrepreneurs are the only source of consistent, positive human evolution, and we always will be. This is a very special podcast today that I am crazy excited to record because I'm here with Nick Robbins, who's one of our clients. I'm going to let him explain his business to you in just a second, but the reason I asked him to come on the podcast is because the progress that he and his partner have made in such a short time in our program is extraordinary. And I want him to share with you what the contrast is coming from where they were just a few months ago, thinking if they were going to even keep stay in business and keep doing what they're doing to where they are now, where right before I hit record, Nick and I had a conversation and his business has completely transformed. I can't wait for you to hear about it. Nick, welcome to the podcast, man. Awesome, man. Super excited to be here and share what we've learned with everyone listening. Oh, Nick, it's, it's so great to have you here. So just so everyone has context, can you give everybody just 50,000 foot level what, it, what your business is and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So we want, run a marketing agency focusing on generating new patients for medical doctors. Everything that results around that, we work with a very niche medical market and we work with just over 100 clients nationwide, helping them get new patients in the door through our advertising agency. And Nick, when you guys get, when you hook up with a doctor's office, it is completely transformational for that office, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So it's evolved a lot over time. It used to just be lead gen, lead generation, but we've actually built it out to become like essentially a consulting growth agency because we help everything that has to do with getting a new patient in the office from the scripts that the front steps is, or front, uh, front desk is doing to how the doctor talks to the patient to how to actually close the patient. Because we've got in-office clinic directors who we've recruited to come and work with us to help teach people how to actually close patients. Because, you know, really it's something that's so misunderstood out there for a lot of medical professionals. You know, they just struggle with it. And then you've got marketers over-promising, under-delivering, you know, saying it's going to be perfect lead. So anything that has to do with getting a new patient in the door, that's what we specialize in. And Nick, do you find that like the best doctors often are the worst marketers and they're like, you have the best physicians, the people who can make the biggest effect and they don't have people coming in the door. So they're not actually like making the contribution they could. Absolutely. 100%. And that's one of our passions because we want those people to actually go out and heal patients. That's what we want to do. Like you shouldn't have to become like the best marketer in order to actually do what you're best at healing patients. So that's our mission over here is to work with those types of doctors, the doctors who know that they've got 
you know, what's going to heal patients and actually take them out of pain and help them connect with those patients who need their services and get them in. Because what you just said is 100% spot on. Yeah, no, I mean, I, the reason I bring that up is, you know, we work with doctors all the time. And what I find is like the best physician is often the worst marketer and salesperson. And, <laughs> and if you can close that loop, like what you're doing is massive because those doctors are now going to get in front of more people, help more people, have a bigger impact. And I think like I've talked to you enough to know that that's pretty much what you live for is the impact your business makes, right? Absolutely. We want to work with private practice healthcare providers to really go out there and solve pain, you know, fight some of the big traditional healthcare programs that are going on, help the little guys go out and actually do, you know, the best by the patient. That's our whole mission is how do we treat the patient best? And we can do that by working with our doctors to help them get more patients in the door and heal more patients, you know? Heck yeah. So Nick, I, I have a ton of physicians that listen to this podcast, tons. I hear from them all the time. Uh, if, if I know that they're sitting there right now thinking, okay, I think I want to go look at what Nick's talking about. Where, where should they go? Yeah. So it's btoplocal.com. That's B-E-T-O-P-local.com. And the biggest thing I would say is we're so much different than, we're not, we don't even consider ourselves a marketing company anymore. It's literally like a consulting growth agency. We care about everything, getting new patients in your door. In fact, we actually guarantee results. So we guarantee, you know, ROIs, things like that, getting new patients in. Um, because again, we're not just marketers and salespeople over here. We have in-house clinic directors and people like that, really taking everything with that new patient acquisition to that next level. Because a lot of it just comes down to learning how you're supposed to talk to new patients and cold traffic and things like that. So it's btoplocal.com. Awesome. Okay. So now, you know, it, it, towards the end of this podcast, we're going to fill you in on some massive changes that have happened in Nick's business and some of the biggest successes they've ever experienced in just the last few months. But I want to start with, let's go back a bit, Nick, and let's travel back through time, um, back to the problem you were having in your business before we hooked up. So you joined our Billionaire Code Accelerator program. How long have you been a member now? About six months. Okay. So it's, in, it's only been six months. Yep. And what was the problem before you joined our program? Why'd you reach out? Yeah. So the problem's actually going to go back a couple of years. So <laughs> if there's been one thing we've been really good at over here, it's bringing new doctors in. We've been able to sell. We've been able to um, acquire new clients like crazy. However, what we learned, especially if we start bringing in 10, 15, 20 new clients a month, processes and operations are not our strong suit. And it's, I've literally broken the agency more than once by bringing in too many clients at once, you know, giant months up and then boom, everything crash and burns, which isn't fair to anybody, right? It's not fair to the clients if we're not servicing them to the highest ability. So about a year and a half ago, um, we actually went out really searching. We're going to invest in operations. We're going to invest in this type of stuff, um, which led us to this. Yeah. What's that? You, you were, you're committed to fixing yeah. like that problem. We had to, because we knew it was like, we're on something special. We have a great product. We're able to get people in, but we're the back end stuff, processes, SOPs, procedures, running team meetings, culture, leadership, not so good. You know, it's a struggle. It's hard. We've never done it before. Right. And so um, we really decided we were going to invest. We invested heavily last year um, into a company, into the traction program, like we talked about here. And, you know, it was, we saw a little bit here and there, but it just, it fell off. And then last summer, um, we decided to open a call center and a call floor. And when we already didn't have the best processes in place, when you, <laughs> when you sell 40 clients onto a call center and say you're going to start hiring call floor employees and all this type of stuff, um, it was not a good decision. And uh, we ended up having to shut down about four or five months later. And that's when we were like, we were sitting here, we were, you know, doing $3 million plus run rates. And we, almost, we talked about shutting down, you know, and just walking away. I mean, this is, it was tough. It was really brutal. Um, we had to do a bunch of layoffs. We didn't know what we were doing from a, you know, a team or from a culture growth perspective or where we wanted to take the business. 
And, you know, we spent lost at the end of last quarter saying, okay, we're going to look again for more operations, more stuff. Right. And um, fortunately, you know, I'm big in the Russell Brunson world and all that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, I've been indoctrinated through click funnels and I saw you speak two years ago and yeah, it was two years. It was last year actually. And if we hadn't just made the previous investment, we were, we literally had in the back of our mind, we're going to talk to that guy. Um, but it came back up again, November, December, when we decided, you know what, let's keep going. We've got a business here. There's money, there's employees, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, we decided to slip in uh, in January. I think we made a joke. I kind of snuck in the program without talking to anybody. <laughs> we just found <laughs> Well, you know, I want to, I want to take you back to that for a second. Cause I think, you know, your, your story is so relatable. I think that there's a ton of people out there who've actually solved the marketing equation, you know, and, and you, you, you kind of brought up why. There's systems like ClickFunnels. I personally think ClickFunnels is by far the most superior system out there, the most coaching, the best infrastructure. And, but there's systems like ClickFunnels where now you can take a business from zero to a million faster than you ever could in, in I think at any time in human history. And you can take that million dollar business to multiple millions faster than you ever could before. You guys did that. Nick, I, I, wanna, I wanna kinda like dig in a little bit here because when somebody hears we had a $3 million business, we were thinking about shutting down. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs that haven't ever been there. They can't figure out what that feels like. So give me an idea as the CEO running your business, what did it feel like to have a business at $3 million that you were considering closing the doors on? It was, it was rough, man. It, it was so difficult to walk in, you know, I'm in our office with our team and everything and just be so, you know, it's like, how is it, how do we get here? Right. Because we had a meteoric rise. We went from zero to a million dollar run rate in 10 months when I learned yeah. about click models. Right. And then from one to three in another 12 months. Right. Because we were able to can really grow and scale. And it's like, man, we've got so much opportunity here. Um, it was very, very difficult. Um, what we found is that leadership, running teams, management, getting the most out of employees was something we'd never done. And it's just like, my gosh, this is so hard. We didn't know if it was ever possible, you know, to, to even, you know, get a, a team operating on its own without us being involved in the day to day and everything. And um, man, it was, it was difficult. You know, it was one of those things that was like, we had talked about it. We were like, okay, well, if we were going to shift out, this is what it would look like. But we just, we knew there had to be more, man. And so it was tough because it's like, how can we walk away from this? We loved, at the end of the day, we loved the client so much and what we were doing. Cause we felt like by working with private practice, uh, healthcare providers to help them heal patients, there's good in the world. Um, and we just knew there had to be out there and more. And so we knew we needed to invest because one of the things that I learned early on is investing in mentors, investing in, um, skill sets is the only way to get to where you want to go. It's the only way, you know, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on mentors and I've think it's the best investment I've ever made by far. I'm the same way. Yeah. And it's so, it's just, we just knew we had to just keep looking and keep searching. You know, we've made, we've made this far. So it's like, okay, we, it, it's hard, but let's just keep going. Right. And, and to the, to your point with what you mentioned about people who might not get it, it's like, guys, like, I know it can seem tough getting that first $10,000 a month, but just, just be prepared, you know, because it's just, things just get crazier and crazier and move forward. But that's why you invest in skill sets. You just got to invest in skill sets and learn how to just to pick up the skills as you go along. So Nick, I know you do a ton of research and I know you know the market really well. What was different about our product? Why did you come to us? Yeah, I actually, so the main reason why was um, some of the referrals that we had seen and then some of the fact that you actually had experience um, with our type of um, you know, industry and what we've done in agency world. So I'll give a, a big shout out to some of the people that I'd seen that have been in your program um, and talking with other people who've been through your stuff. And then hearing the way you spoke about things. Um, one of the things that initially attracted us, and I can really dig into this 
um, if you'd like, is it didn't seem like it was a rigid process. It seems like there was a framework, but it wasn't just pure rigid, rigid you know, the type thing. Yeah. And that there was going to be some flexibility there. And then, man, here's the other thing, you know, it's knowing your background and hearing about you've done it before. You've been here, you know, there's an epidemic of, you know, people who are selling things that they've never actually done. Right. And so not only seeing the results, but hearing about how it was and um, we're just like, you know, we just need to, we need to jump in and give it a shot. That's huge, Nick. I, I appreciate that. And, and what's interesting too, is you were in another program traction that kind of has the same, you know, the same promise of deliverable that our ha ours has. What was the difference between the frameworks and the structure you used before and the structure that's working for you now from us? Absolutely. So here's, so when it came with traction, right, that was when we started understanding that, you know, we needed something, some sort of framework. So we did like three or four fly out days. Um, it just and never, that's where they come in, they spend a day with you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it was, it's not, it's not cheap. And so, um, you know, getting them to fly out and it was just that, that one day just wasn't enough to, you know, really ingrain things. The examples weren't that strong. Um, there was some things that came up in regards to our, our mission statement and culture. So we'd already been kind of like, eh, what's the point of mission statements, culture? How do we, how do we, you know, what does it mean? You know, because most companies you go to, it doesn't really mean anything. It's there, it's on the wall. Right. But no one actually takes it to heart. And, um, some of the things that they, you know, let us do, it just didn't mean a whole lot. And eventually things just kind of, you know, wore off. And then we started realizing, well, it's like, well, unless we spend a boatload to fly them out every few months, maybe we won't get it. And, you know, and, and really the, the riggingness of it, you know, it was kind of like, there's like, this is how it this always operates. It's this and then this, and then, you know, the hierarchy in the org chart goes a certain way. And I don't know, it, there were, it, it gave us hope that there was frameworks out there that would exist. It just, we didn't find it, you know, that, it didn't have a lasting impression. And within three or four months, we were done. You know, it, it was already gone. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a bit about some of the experience there. It, it just wasn't, wasn't for us, you know, and it felt like it was maybe for like, you know, giant nine figure companies, maybe it could be more effective. It just didn't feel like it was where we were in that one to $5 million range that we really wanted to grow out of. How was our product different, Nick? <laughs> so, I mean, everything. Well, what's crazy is me and Ben, my Ben's my business partner for, for those listening, um, who helps with some of the operate. Well, he runs a lot of it, made sure we implemented a lot of this stuff. Um, we sat there and in two afternoons, we went through everything inside the program. We watched everything. It was unbelievably easy to understand and see what was being done. And it was extremely thorough. There was no questions, but it was also quick. That's the thing. It was like every video was under five minutes. Like this is my kind of pace. Let's go. Okay. We do this. And we said, oh, you know, double speed. It's two and a half minutes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. In fact, it was, and I don't, when I say things are simple, things are, life is simple, right? It's just not easy. So the, the simplicity of it, but also the power of it was really the, the biggest key for us, like the simplicity, but the power. It was like, oh my gosh, this is just so genius. There's nothing left unturned for us to put together our team meetings and our daily meetings. The biggest key, man, was getting the, the our departments to operate um, independently of us and actually giving them goals. And so the huddle and the sharpened cadence and tracking our long-term goals. Um, and I mean, I can go on and on with it. We, one, we mastered it in like three, we didn't master it. We, we started to begin the implementation process within like two or three days, which was amazing for us, right? Because everything else is always so complex, but the more that we started doing it and implementing it and then optimizing it, it's just, it's built a freight train, man. That's going straight for the moon. It's, it's crazy. So the simplicity of it, it fit for our business model. We didn't have to force, you know, um, 
we didn't have to force the roles on people, right? You allow us to actually kind of choose our pick and choose our own roles. Um, for those familiar with, you know, traction, things like that, they're always big on integrator and, and visionary. And that's not quite how it really broke down between me and Ben. Like, yeah, I'm definitely a, a visionary to a massive extent. But he didn't really quite fit in an integrator role. And um, just the, the, it was flexible, but just is awesome, man. I just can't say enough. It, <laughs> it gave us direction. It gave us goals that we would hit. It gave us weekly agendas to do. It helped our um, departments start operating independently. For those of you who think that you're always going to have to do every piece of your business. I promise you, it, that doesn't have to be that way. I thought that forever. <laughs> it is possible. And you guys might be the holidays, just, you know, he's just on a call. No, I'm telling you guys, this is real stuff that's happened um, in our business. And we've got, we're up to 19 employees now. And we've never felt more in control of the business ever. You know, and it's crazy to, to think that with, you know, back up to the 19 employees. Like we've never felt a better direction and control over what we're doing. Oh, that's so awesome, Nick. It gets me like all excited just listening to you because I know the more your business grows, the more those physicians help patients. You're working with contribution center doctors, so they're making a massive impact. It's just awesome. So take us to the moment where you and Ben realized this product was working. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know what? It, boy, I mean, within two weeks, we noticed it was working. But one thing I will say, um, so we, we do a lot of Facebook ads, right? And we, we over, um, you know, we do, we do that for our clients. It's a mix of done with you and done for you, right? With our consulting and our ads and lead gen. And our, our ads department always been something that we always had to be very heavily involved in, always looking at, whether it was me or Ben, and we'd shift it over the time, right? And we looked up and it'd been three months and we're like, we haven't even like had to talk to them. <laughs> like, we haven't even, it's just working. And it's like, wait, what is going on? But we could circle it back to the, the daily commitments, the weekly commitments and getting everyone on the same page. And it was something, that was something we never thought that we would be able to, you know, not be a part of what was that department, right? Because it's complex. It's not easy to run ads. And um, that was when it really, really connected about three months in. And then, you know, five months in, we have our biggest profit month ever. And we've got a team that's, you know, even as we're shifting our product and bringing new employees on, the hiring process, I haven't even talked about how great that has been for us. <laughs> you know, the four R's, like I can just go on and on, man. Like, but to, to quickly answer your question, three months in, one of the departments that we never thought that we would not have an eye on, we realized like neither of us to talk to him in three months. I'm like, wait, you're not really talking. I'm like, no. And I'm like, it's, and it's crushing and the, the department's working well, man. It was, uh, man, it was a great feeling. Let's just say that. That's awesome, Nick. So the only interactions you were having with them were setting up the weekly meetings, being in the monthlies, like the, the interactions in the cadence, but then all that back and forth that you and Ben had all that wasted time completely eliminated completely gone, man. Craziness. We used to have to spend every single day for like an hour and a half going through every campaign with them. Right. And we've got yeah. a lot of campaigns that we run. We spend millions on Facebook every year. Right. And so it, it was mind blowing, man, when it really hit us both. Cause I thought that he had been working with them still. He's like, no, he's like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, and you know, Nick, now, like now that you have the cadence and you see that when you give people clear outcomes, clear measurement, they understand their role. Do, like, do you see a time where you wouldn't be able to do that with a department? Absolutely not. It's only going to take us a matter of time. And the biggest thing is making sure that, you know, we know what we want from the department, right? If, if there's some sort of place to get to, absolutely not. I think we could do it with just about anything. And we have, we've started doing it with more and more complex things as our products grow more complex. It's, it's incredible. Well, the next question I want to ask you is where is, what does life look like for you now? But dude, you've already teased it. We've got to share the fact that you guys had your biggest profit month in the history of the company in the last couple of months. 
Yeah, it's it was amazing, man. And it was crazy because it came with some some turnover in April because we were making a shift to our product to do better by our customers and start bringing on the consulting and clinic directors and, you know, changing some of the way we do things. And we also lost some pieces. Um, you know, they had some amazing opportunities to go with. So in the midst of all that, hiring new salespeople, bringing new people on, we've had four or five new hires, but because of the, the hiring process, because of the onboarding process, because of the training, I mean, literally it went from April being, you know, okay, to our best month ever with all that going on. Can you, I don't, <laughs> anyone who's running a business, can you imagine that like five new hires on a team that's under 20 people and shifting your product and it's, uh, and it's only continuing to grow, man. We're gaining massive amounts of momentum, as you would like to say. And it's true. When we, we, momentum is a key term around the office now. It's like, how are you with momentum? Let's go. Like, <laughs> like, and you know, Nick, so here's one of our core values as a company. And it sounds like you've said this over and over again, or at least you're like talking about it, is that what we tell people is as you apply our concepts, you're going to find momentum in the process. Like right away, you're going to start seeing things that help you feel like you're advancing and moving forward. And it sounds like it's really... Like, I, I, wanna, I can't wait to share this with my team because I want to tell them, like, listen to this podcast. This is what it sounds like when a client gets momentum in the process. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%, man. Momentum is real and it's powerful. And I got to say this because I know you haven't asked me about it, but the personal life momentum as well that's come along with that is something that I cannot understake enough because that's really what fuels the professional life. And oftentimes we as entrepreneurs can ignore that personal side of things. And so that was one of my favorite things about you as well. I knew that you were into high performance optimization and there is no, like we, we talk about this, you know, like separation, but at the end of the day, like our work is our life. I mean, to the yeah. point where me and my, my very serious, you know, girl, Girlfriend, we run the relationship alignment every single day, man. Like, I mean, we just gone all in on the momentum training, and it's it's been uh, it's it's been incredible, man. I, I just can't thank you enough for for what you put out there. And I, I mean, geez, it's it's life changing stuff, man. Uh, Nick, I can't thank you enough for doing this podcast, man. I, this has been incredible. It's been awesome to hear your story. I know when you joined the program, I was excited to work with you because I think you guys have a game changing company. And I know you're hitting a, a pretty high run rate right now. Like you're, you're hitting that $3 million run rate over and over again and actually growing past that. I'm really excited to take you guys past eight figures because if there's ever a business who can get there, I know you guys can. Absolutely, man. We'll be with you, right? We'll be, we'll, we're going to be relying on you. So we'll be together again. Because <laughs> I know we're going to hit some new challenges as we grow. But yeah, man, thank you so much for everything. I can't thank you enough. It's been, a, it's a life changer. Anyone who's thinking about, you know, just talk to Sharp. That's all I tell everyone. Just talk to Sharp and any of my buddies who are in the suck, go talk to him. And I promise you will not be disappointed. All right. So there's two places for everybody to go after this podcast. So one, if you're a physician and you're looking for better leads, you're looking for a sales process, you're looking for consulting on how to get the right people in the door and really be able to serve them at the highest level, go to btoplocal.com. So that's betoplocal.com. And then if you are listening to Nick and you're relating to what he's saying and you're thinking, oh, I want that same result, go to billionairecode.com, answer some questions for my team. And you'll be given an opportunity to set up a call with one of our team members and we'll explain our programs to you and show you how we got Nick amazing results like this. Nick, I got a, I've got one request here. Can you come back in three to six months and give us an update? Because I, I know you and Ben, I've watched you for over a year. I was following you before you guys are clients. I can't help but click on your ads because they're so compelling. <laughs> I want everyone to hear what you guys do in the next three to six months. Can we do this again? Absolutely, man. would love to be here and be a part of it. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much. Please tell Ben I said hi and congratulate your whole team for me. Man, what you guys are doing in the face of like month-to-month -month adversity to knock it out of the park and have your biggest month, 
I'm doing backflips over here. All right, man. <laughs> Thank you for the framework and the system, brother. Appreciate you. You got it. All right, man.